Hey, Chef. Hey, how are you? It is. Good, how are you? It is great to hear your voice, hey, man. Hey, how are you? <laughs> you guys as well. We know you're on the big book tour, and I have to say, so if people haven't seen you yet, uh, that the name of the book is perfect. Call me Chef, damn it. Of course they will. <laughs> Yeah. They should know who you are, and uh, you've uh, uh, done a lot of cooking. We're going to dive into that today, but was it easy to come up with this title for this book? You know, it, it was easy. Uh, you know, I was worried that they wouldn't go for it um, just because of it, but I've always been saying it, you know, and I kind of joke around with it. I'm a fun guy. I like to have fun, but the actual title was a metaphor, but it was something that happened because... I was an unlikely chef. Nobody took me serious. I was a young black kid from Mississippi with a country twang, and cooking was just a hobby. I didn't go to school for it. And so, you know, the real chefs, when I say real chefs, you know, the certified ones or even the ones that were kind of, you know, chefs, sometimes they're a little arrogant. I wasn't that guy, but I was a big guy, so I was like, hey, get rid of all that. I'm not that person. I want to have fun, but I want to enjoy cooking, and I want the energy to be the same like it is with you guys. You know, I know someone who you know. My friend David Montag was stationed with you at the Pentagon. Uh, <laughs> and he Much said you guys were pretty tight. We were. We were, actually. Yeah, he said you can decorate a cake faster than anybody knows. That is true. I, I'm a pastry chef, so I do a few different things. Do you know a lot of people in, in the culinary world where that's the thing, is you figure one thing out that you get really good at, and it dovetails off to being more of a broader cook, you know, rather, you know, just pastries? Well, let's try and cook some other stuff. I'm a pastry guy. I'm also a master ice cream. Carver, I'm a chocolatier, I'm a sugar puller. Uh, I love... I love, bake. I love everything in the culinary world. And sometimes a little split up and mixed up, like we're saying with David, like you have the pastry chefs, and then you have the writer with just the, the, the cold guys, which is just do cold stuff, and then the hot guys. So it's kind of separation. But me, I was like, I want to touch everything in the house, even in front of the house where I'm just serving, because I want to get the whole experience. I want to know everything about it. Then my final thing was the foundation. How is it built? Right? What makes it run? What's the bottom line? So I tell all my guys in the industry, you can be the greatest chef in the world, but if you don't have that energy, if you don't know what's going on behind the books, you're just going to be that, that cook that's going to be struggling. That's understandable. You know, out of everybody that you cook for, because, man, you were around for a while at the White House, is out of all the administrations, I'm looking at the you know, the Clinton, the Bush administration, the Obama and Trump administration, any picky eaters? Uh, Is that a trick question? No, um, picky eaters, it depends on your picky. You know, like, you know, for instance, like, you know, Donald Trump, he was a a simple eater. I wouldn't say picky, but I'll say simple. Sure. You know, or or, uh, Bush, who didn't like the broccoli. You know, that was picky because he didn't want it even in the White House. Get it away from around me. Even Clinton, you know, who actually loved burgers as well, and and she didn't. So she had to watch him for that. You know, but but, uh, Obama's, they, when I say picky, they were very proficient on their health scale as far as we want vegetables, we want X, Y, and Z, and, and here's what we want to do with it. Because they eat all over the world and for everybody. So you got to watch it. A lot of butters and a lot of creams are used in everything now. Uh, how? Who threw the best parties? <laughs> um, the Obamas. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> it seemed like those were the most star-studded, that's for sure, because I remember the footage whenever they would show a party, and you're sitting there going, what, Stevie Wonder's in the house? And here's Paul McCartney. What the heck's going on? And you're cooking for all these yeah. people. 
And that's a party. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah, the, energy, the, energy, the energy was a little bit different. Nikki and I, we chatted about uh, the guy that you know, that you, you know mutually, yeah, Dave. David. Um, is that you guys both were at the Pentagon when 9-11 was happening. What changed that day? Uh, I know that you're probably doing your regular thing, uh, and uh, that's a lot of you know food prep and, and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, 9-11 happens. Everything changed. I mean, when I say everything, the, the whole entire world changed. I was actually out in the corridor when David then was in the actual place, but that was on the opposite side. It was traumatic. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It was un- it was unreal. It was surreal. It was just so many different emotions after the very end, you know, and it took everyone literally a little while within that hour to kind of realize what had actually just happened, you know, to see from here in New York to from D.C. and to think that this happened while everybody was in the comfort of their own homes at work, and not having a care in the world of thinking this would be. I lost, I know David did as well, lost some friends that, that I trained there from DOD guys, and a thing that happened just two weeks ago was one of the guys from DOD that I trained called me up, a, a, a police officer, and said he needed help because of that. People think that it happened in the past. It's not the past tense. It's now, and it's tomorrow. You know, PTSD is not something you had. You have it, and you just have to deal with it and live with it and how you cope. And, I, and I've and i noticed, speaking to David in particular, is that we were very close friends. And when that happened, I called him immediately because I knew he was working at the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. He separated himself from the event. Like, oh, it happened on the other side of the building. Like, it didn't have anything to do with me because it was on the other side of the building. And I think that was part of his way to cope, was separating himself yes, from the event. Exactly. And that's what I said. It was on the, they were inside, and, and I was on the other side where it was. And, and a lot of people, and I'll use the word try, that was their coping tool, to try to disassociate with it because everybody was a packet. I don't care where you were, and if you know the demographics of it. I, and I remember the whole part of it because I was part of a recovery. And I saw on media the next day where they kind of gave up the whole layout of the Pentagon, and I asked myself, because I'm a security guy as well, why would they do that? Why would they show every part? And that's when all the big leaders in the Pentagon had to disperse and go all over the Pentagon, because if they had hit in that one spot, it would have been catastrophic, literally. It would have taken out everybody at once. And, you know, and who would have thought that that could actually even happen? Uh, Shifting gears a little bit, Chef, is, uh, and I know we're going to wrap up here soon, but uh, just wanted to ask you, obviously, you're in incredible shape. Uh, For anybody who gets into the culinary world, and, you know, you got to eat some of the food, try it out, make sure it tastes right, Uh, butter's involved, oh, my. How do you stay in shape? You you have to be uh, disciplined, you know, resilient. I mean, I love, I love to eat. I don't do a diet per se. You know, that's why I started my own food line, my food prep company, uh, Child, because I want to help the options for myself, but also for the people that were coming to me and working out. But at the same time, you know, clarifying your butter, taking off the fat. It's a little thing that help. You know, don't indulge. Like I said, I'm a pastry chef. I don't eat pastries, but I love pastries. I'll take a little bit of it, and I know how to control myself on that part. But at the same time, you got to re- remember what food is used for, you know, Food is holistic medication. It's what goes in your body. It's family. It's relationship. It's love. It's respect. You know, so you respect your body. You have to respect what's going inside of it because you only have one of them, right? So mm-hmm. if you're going to eat something, you got to work for it and pay it off. You got to pay your dues per se, just like you're renting your car note and your house note. You got to pay for it if you're going to do it. Yeah, chef. I thought you were just going to say join the army. <laughs> oh, join the army also. <laughs> 
<laughs> That'll get you in shape. That's so well. And you know what? We appreciate your service, sir. I'm an Air Force brat, and so I say that to all the vets I run into. You're the man. We really appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. And appreciate you as well. Thank you guys so much.